This is a 98FM podcast. What I'm asking you is, what do you think of psychics? What do you think of psychic readings? What do you think of mediums? Um, I am very ignorant on the whole thing. I am extremely ignorant on the whole thing. Do you think they are a comfort to people? Or do you believe um, that they just prey on the vulnerable? Have you ever been to one? Have they told you something that you could actually tangibly believe was true? Um, 1850-22-98-98. Give me a call on that or text me on 5 three in 98.1. Now I'm joined now by, on the line, by uh, Tom Colton, who's a medium and author of Are We Ever Going to Meet? A Bridge Between This World and the Next. Tom, you're very good to join me. How are you doing? Hey, John. Good to speak to you again. How are things? Good, thanks. Tom, um, I suppose when cases like Sylvia Brown come to light, people think, oh my God, like this woman was just a complete um just somebody preying on the vulnerable. Do Did she just get it wrong or, you know, do, does it make people extremely cynical of psychics? Well, I suppose there's, there's, there's two things you have to look at. One is the difference between a psychic and a medium. Um, a psychic is somebody who predicts something forward or looks at information now and predicts forward. A medium is someone who connects with spirit who, who, who have passed, people who have passed, and gives evidence to the person that they're doing a reading for that when the physical body passes, the spirit body live on. I feel from, I haven't looked up a lot of what was going on, um, but I've heard a few stories going around the papers today about the whole thing in the US. And to me, it seems like it was a psychic reading that she did. She gave something from her own intuition. Okay. Because it doesn't seem like she gave any information or any um, evidence to the, the mother relating to the, to, to the daughter. So if, if she was connecting with someone in spirit world, she'd be getting information like how she passed, when she passed, conditions around the passing, stuff like that would have come through directly from spirit. My feeling is she was doing a psychic reading, which is completely different to, to, to mediumship. So, Tom, if somebody comes to you, um, so you were a medium, and what, what, t- tell me exactly what you do in, in your line. Okay. What a medium does is a medium will collect, connect to, to, to spirit and actually bring back evidence that when that, that person, when their physical body passed, their spirit body lives on. So, for example, you could connect with a lady in spirit world who has passed in a particular way. We'll give you information about how she passed, maybe people that were there when she had passed, the condition that she may have passed in. Uh, we'll give you information about uh, family traits or traits or something that would have gone on in the family that can be verified. It's all about verification of evidence. That's what mediumship is. It's not about prediction stuff in the future or giving okay. something of your own opinion. Okay. Do, do you think that there are a lot of then, so what you do, okay, is different. Do, do, do you think that there are a lot of psychics who basically are charlatans, who who go and, and kind of ply their trade to try to, with vulnerable people, I suppose? As in every profession, you will get people who, who, who aren't ethical in the way that they operate. Um and one thing I will say in, in, when it comes to, to mediumship, uh, evidence evidence can't can't be ignored. And the only way that a medium will connect is by giving evidence that can be verified to the person that's sitting in front of them. When you get a psychic reading, somebody's looking and giving you their opinion and their intuition and their feeling and what they're picking up. They're not getting that from, from another source. Is it easy? I suppose if I if I was to come to you, Tom, and and 
if I was coming to you, obviously I'm looking for something. So I, I would imagine that people, without putting words in your mouth, but I would imagine that a lot of people who come to you are, are looking for something and are needing some kind of fulfilment in their lives or are missing somebody or bereaved. Are people quite open to suggestion, Tom? Um, well, when somebody comes to me for reading, what they're looking to do is one thing and one thing only, which is to connect with a loved one in the spirit world and get information that, that when, they've, when, when they've passed, that they're still around, they're still still involved in some way in their day-to-day life. So when somebody sits, sits with me, I will give them information. I don't ask any questions. Okay. I don't look for any answers. It's do you understand the information? Yes, no, don't know. And they're the only three words that, 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 that I look for from somebody when, when I'm doing the communication. The information will come through when you give it as the information comes through to the person. They're either able to verify what you're giving them is correct, not correct, or they don't know. And when they don't know or are unsure of something, they'll take it and go back and check it with other family members who may know the answer to a particular piece of information that comes up. The difference between that and going to a psychic for a reading is the psychic is saying, for example, you're going to move house next week, you're going to do a lot of travelling, you're going to do all of this type of stuff going forward. And that's the difference and the difference between people's need in terms of bereavement and people's need in terms of I'm in a rut in my life. What do I do next? Okay, okay. Um, how did you discover that you had... And 53981, by the way, is a text number. I'm asking about psychics and the whole, you know, psychic phenomenon or, or the whole spirit word. How, if, you, if you believe in it or if you think it's a load of all hocus-pocus, 53981 is a text number. If you want to call 1850-229898. If you think that, that, like Tom, there are people who have a gift, how did you find Tom... Uh, or when did you discover that you had this ability? Yeah, and, and I like to use the word ability when we come to describing mediumship because my belief is that we can all do it. We can all connect and communicate with spirit. And that was the reason for writing the book, um, Are We Ever Going to Meet, is to, is to show people um, my experiences, but not only my own experiences, other people's experiences on how to connect and communicate with spirit. It was when my own uncle died back in 2001 uh, that, that I was very close to that I... I started searching and looking where he was, was another place that he went to and developed my own abilities to, to connect and communicate with spirit over the last, since, since 2001, the last 12 years. And this is something I said that everybody can do. And there's many ways that they will connect and communicate with us through, mainly through the five clairs or the five senses. Clairaudience, which is clear hearing or thought. Clairvoyance is physically seeing somebody. Clairvoyance is not a lady who sits with a crystal ball and gives you your fortune. A clairvoyant is someone who physically sees spirit, physically or in the mind's eye. You've clairsentience, which is uh, that feeling or sense of something. And then you've clairalliance, clairamience, which is a taste or a smell. So you may be driving along in a car and a smell of a loved one's perfume may come into the car, for example, but nobody else in the car with you. So those are the type of senses that spirit will use to connect and communicate with us. Um, we actually spoke to a doctor um, in America there a couple of months ago, and for the life of me, I can't remember his name, but... He said there is now some kind of proof that uh, when somebody dies, that their soul, uh, it's something that they've found uh, that, that it, it, now I'm going to be very ignorant the way I say this, but y- y- you'll get the gist of it, that it is yeah. contained in the brain, in the cells, in the tiny, tiny, tiny nucleus of the cells in the brain. And that when somebody passes, that their soul actually physically leaves their body and it can stay around, it can hang around for quite a while. And that is why... Um, sometimes people actually see spirits or see souls or see, you know, 
uh, like nearly a hologram of somebody and he said there is actually physical proof now that that it exists which is which is wild information really to hear but you um, ha- have you seen things Tom or do you just how does it come if somebody if I was to go to, to, to visit you just say yeah um, how do you communicate with somebody that maybe that has passed on that I, I want to uh, have knowledge about or find out about Okay, so when someone comes to read me, I can never guarantee that I will be able to make a physical communication. That's the first thing I will say to somebody. We always try our best and, 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 and to try to make that communication. Secondly, the communication comes through through two main ways for me, which is clairsentience, which is feeling or senses. So if, for example, a loved one has passed through a heart condition or a chest condition, I will get that feeling or sense in my own body as how they've passed. And then the other way is like a, a, clear, a clear thought or a clear hearing. It's a clear audience that I would get my information to. So I would get it like a voice in my head that would come through with the information, and that's the way I hear it. Um, sometimes I see physical pictures in my mind's eye. Sometimes I get smell. Sometimes I get t- taste of, for example, a, a particular meal that somebody liked or things like that would come come to the fore. But the main ones that I use would be clairaudience and clairsentience. Different people have different ones that, that would be strongest for them. Um, do you, when this happened to you, first of all, did it, did it frighten you? And, and, um, and I know, I know that you do it now, but, but do people, do spirits as well, I suppose, this question, if you, if you want to answer first, do, do, do spirits hang around for years and years? Uh, do they go and rest? In, in your experience, what happens? It really depends on, on the spirit, whether, whether it's actually crossed over. And, you know, I always refer back to the likes of the film Ghost, where Patrick Swayze is killed. His spirit body leaves the physical body and the light comes to take to, to, to allow him to walk through and he doesn't. He decides to stay to be around his wife. Sometimes that's, that's, that's what we call an earthbound spirit and some, some spirits may stay earthbound not realising that they can cross the spirit world and come back. Some of them don't realise that they can actually do that. And um, they, stay, they stay around family and friends earthbound for a period of time and then may, may, may pass on. It really depends. You get, you, get, you get spirits who never cross over and, and stay earthbound and that's where you hear the the castles or all of these types of places that, that people talk about that have presences in them. Very interesting. All right, listen, Tom, good talking to you. Tom Colton there. Thanks, Tom. Thanks a lot. Thanks a million. Thank you. Okay, we're asking, uh, we're talking about psychics, let's talk about mediums and the whole nine yards. Are they a comfort, do you think, or do you think that most of them just prey on the vulnerable? Have you been to one? Have you had a good experience? What do you think? 1850-22-98-98. Give me a call on that or text me on 53981. Hello, Kevin, how are you doing? How are you doing? How are you? Very good, thanks. Tell me about your experience. What do you think, by the way, after listening to Tom? Well, I think Tom sounds like a very genuine guy, and I have no doubt that he does experience what he called the, the clear audio or the clear sentence, where he does feel things, smell things, etc. Um, but I don't think that's that unusual either. We would all have some sense when we lose a loved one of something about them. I mean, I, I lost a, a relative last year, and mm-hmm. his widow, who doesn't live in the country, got into his car last week and said, I can smell him, and, and she smells him in her own country sometimes as a comfort. So I think there's a strong element of, of the mind doing that for a comfort for us. Mm. But I think like everything else, there's, there's good and bad. There are people who are just, if you like, scam artists who are trying to take money from people and, and go for the obvious, but there are others who have certain talents. Um, I, and my own experience is, is to do with the uh, horoscopes and astrological chart. Mm. I got a, I got a gift of um, a professional reading of my birth chart okay. many many years ago, yeah. and uh, I provided place, time, date of birth to 
to the person over the phone. And then when I met her face to face two weeks later, she'd drawn up the full chart. Now, it was more what she was able to tell me about the past than what she was able to tell me about the future that actually surprised me. Because she highlighted that in March 1985, I developed an ailment around my stomach region that still affected me. And in March 1985, I was diagnosed with diabetes. Wow. Exactly. <laughs> that was my that was my reaction. Gosh, that's wild. That's wild. Go on. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, it wasn't even, it wasn't that I was, you know, insulin dependent. I was carrying the syringe with me or anything. I was just on tablets at the time. But she was able to tell me that that month in 1985, I had been diagnosed with an ailment in my stomach. She also, I felt, got my personality um, to a T, but that wouldn't be difficult because I'm a fairly open sort of person. Um, but, you know, I, I've also come across, I came across in a previous job, a psychic who read my palm. Right. Uh, it wasn't very pleasant. <laughs> Go away. In, 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 in what way, Kevin? Was it accurate or just frightening? It was frightening in that she told me three things. She said, uh, oh, look, I see... Uh, I see it this. That represents someone close to you committing suicide or dying. And she said, you're not pushing yourself forward enough in your career. Right. And someone at home is sick and they're not saying it. Um, no, and? She won't. Well, I had a brother who was sick over two years and died subsequently. Sure. And I suspect the two were related. The, the, the noose and the sickness were the same thing. Okay. Um, and I was very close to him and we, we worked in the same field, if you know what I mean. Right. So, you know, to come out of that experience, I went, wow. But she also made a prediction, this was about 1992, yeah. she made a prediction that a man with a beard would become known in the Irish context as the peacemaker. And at that time, the man with the beard that she was referring to absolutely would not have been thought of as a peacemaker. This is before anyone knew of the Hugh Adams talks, etc. Jenny Mac, gosh. So, so I, I mean, I've had, I've had other experiences through other people who've been to see fortune tellers and have had things relating to me saying, you know, I see an influence from the north of Ireland, he, he talks, blah, 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 blah. Very, very accurate. And events coming up that did actually transpire. So I, I mean, and, and Tom seems like a, a genuine person. Do you believe that spirits uh, stay around uh, after they pass on? Or do you think there's too much, they're too busy doing something else? Do you know what I mean? No, no I, think, I think that um, spirits do hang around, certainly for a while. I mean, when my own brother, who I referred to a while ago, uh, passed yes. away in 1994, yeah. uh, about a year later, I had a very vivid dream that he appeared to me as a ghost in a window. Yeah. And the ghost waved to me and then passed on. And to me, that was his spirit saying to me, I don't need to hang around here anymore. I'm moving on to the next world. That's yeah. my interpretation of it. And, you know, there'd been a long period of grieving. It was very traumatic. He was young when he died, etc. Yeah. Left a widow. But this ghost appeared in the dream. And it was in a dream. It wasn't that I was sitting at the table and suddenly had a flash it was while I was asleep. But the ghost appeared and literally waved and faded into the dark night. And to me, that was his spirit saying to me, I've done what I need to do here. I'm moving on to the next world. Robert, hi. You're on 98FM. How are you doing? Hi, John. Okay. I'm good, thanks. What do you think, Robert? Um, I went to see... I was actually dragged along to see um, Psychic Sally Oven, the Borgard entity for a while back. And this is when there was uh, murder about her, yeah. There was absolute farce, like... <laughs> it was more of a comedy show than a, than a psychic show. And I had actually a friend that works out of backstage over there who actually got me a ticket. <laughs> and... She was telling me, listen, they, like, they had people out in the foyer, um, like, mingling with the crowd, trying to pick up different stuff. You know, you had a you, you had a card to fill out if you wanted to put it into, like, a crystal ball and just tell, like, if you want to ask a question. 
Yeah. And stuff like that. So it was a complete, like, it was a more, more than a comedy show. So what more kind of stuff, when she comes out, now, now this, the Borgosh Energy Theatre was jammed for this <laughs> woman. It was jammed. So what does she do when she comes out on stage? Are people just comes so... Out like, uh, like, like, like you, have, you have a couple of thousand people there. She's a couple of thousand people there in front of her. Like, it just comes out and she calls, oh, okay, yeah, she yeah, says, yeah. I have a woman here, like, and um, she's holding her chest. And her name is Kathleen Katrina. And she's very vague in what she's saying, you know? And then she's asking for people in the audience. It's the same thing as her Mary or Margaret. And next all, like, someone puts up her hand and she zooms in straight away, like, you know? And, and is, she, she, uh, is she basically feeding lines to this person? So yeah, yeah, exactly. That text that said, uh, I watched that program, Darren Brown, Perthgate, like, and it's the way they do it, like, it's, it's unbelievable. Like, it's just manipulation, like, you know? Um, so, what, what do you think about... Uh, do you well, this, believe- is, yeah, this is the second... So, well, probably less than a year after that, a friend of mine was going to see a medium. Mm. And this medium only does a couple of readings a week. And the person that she was supposed to go with backed out. She okay. said to me, listen, do you want to go? Yeah. So, we have a go. So, it won't cost anything about that. Bad. So, I, off I went there anyway. And uh, went in to see the medium. And I said to him, my father passed away. And the first thing, when I said to actually, before I sat down, I was just, we're a bit nervous, you know, what did you expect? And I was, I was laughing, saying, oh, type of the goopy go, we'll go a ghost and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And it was very nice, very nice lady. And so I sat down. She didn't know me for, from Adam. Okay. Like, the name was somebody else's name, so she didn't know my name, where I was from, nothing. So I sat down. And she said, oh, so it's very good. And I said, we say that prayer, said a prayer. Next time, she said, listen, your father's here. And I said, you know. That was the first thing she said to me. And I was going, yeah, yeah, sort of, you know, I'm still a bit sceptical, you know? Yeah. So she said a lot of stuff, now I can't really tell you because it's private, but she's that's fine, that's fine, yeah. Taxi. She did say to me, my mother had been in Australia two years previous. Okay. And had gone to a medium. And my mother had a stillborn baby going back 40 years ago. Right. And the medium in Australia said to my mother, um, listen, your mother's here. My, my mother's mother, my grandmother, and she's yeah. holding your stillborn baby. That's what she said to my mother. Oh, good lord. So that was like, oh. Uh, so then the psychic guy went to said to me, listen, um, your father's here, and he's holding your, still your, your sister, who was born, who was like born stillborn, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. So that was one of the things I said, was sort of like, a total shock, like, you know? Yeah. What kind of effect does that have on you, Robert? Well, it was a bit like, <laughs> I well, wound up to be honest with you, like, you know, it was, it was very emotional, to be honest with you. Um, then she said to me, I was doing a bit of hassle and work, I was getting, like, it was a bit of hassle going to be unions and stuff like that. Mm. And she said to me, listen, this would have been, like, probably mid-August. She goes, listen, Darren, I don't mean to put this, the frightened on you. She says, but you'll be gone by your job by August. Okay. Oh, sorry, you'll be gone by your job by October. Right. She says, you won't be sacked and you won't leave. And I said, well, <laughs> which way am I going to? She says, you won't be sacked, you won't leave, but you'll be covered by your job by October. So what happened? To make a long story short, I was called up to the bosses, and he said, listen, they're giving us too much hassle with unions and stuff like that. We'd rather you get left there a few quid. So it's sort of an amical, an amical departure from the job. Good Lord. So, so you were you're, you're, you're given redundancy and you were paid? Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, it was sort of like, uh, yeah, it wasn't like I didn't leave, so to speak. Yeah, and, so and I wasn't back, so to speak. You so, know? Robert, you, you believe that she was spot well, on? Well, she, she couldn't, like, um, there's other stuff, as I said, like, really, yeah. really, really, about your dad, yes. Was it was 100% yeah. on the bum. And there was no possible way on earth that she could have known. No possible physical anyway, before even investigated, like, because she didn't, she, didn't, she didn't even trust him expecting me. God, I'd love to, I'd I'd, I'd love to, I'd love to, well, I would be a bit of a sceptic now myself. I would love to um, have a medium in to do, to speak to me and see would they get a right. I'd like to give a girl's name if I want, I can say on there, I'm sure, like, she won't won't bother her, and I'm sure other people that probably listen would know her. Wild. Do you want to say her name, or? (laughs) It's just, yeah, you know, know, you can. A girl's name, girl's name is Dimpana. Dimpana. Dimpana, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, listen, like, that, that is why. So you actually think you you think that some of them? Do you think that they can get, uh, you know, people go for comfort, or do you think people, you know, that that they are genuinely the the, the real McCoy? I think there's people out there just heard that like a charlatans and like it's a money maker back the likes of your woman psychic Sally, yeah, the likes of these garbage lights on the telly on ghost hunters and stuff like that. And know? that's that's all rubbish and the premium that's phone that, numbers, that's all that's this kind of stuff. Yeah, like anyone that's genuine enough. It's not going to make a living out, I don't think. How much, by the way, what was it? Is it expensive? It was a donation. It was, it was a donation, okay. Even, like, that's what I'm saying. Someone that's genuine isn't going to charge a 35 euros to go and stay in the second theatre. All right. Someone that's genuine is going to do it because it's a gift. And a gift being given by whoever, God, whoever. And that's their way of showing, like, that's their way of doing a bit of gold work, whatever. Very good. All right. So people going around making thousands of us. It's a bit of a joke, you know. It's a rip off. All right. Listen. Good talking to you. Thank no, you. Robert, Thanks for sharing that with me. Thanks a lot. Bye 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 bye. Psychics. We're talking about psychics and mediums. Do you think they're a comfort? Or are they just preying on the vulnerable? 1850-22-9898 or text me on 53981. And if you've been to one, let me know. 53981. Aileen, how are you doing? You're you're, you're welcome to the show. Hi, Joan. How are you? How, how's things? Good, thanks. What do you think? Um, well, I I went to um, three different uh, mediums. Um, you know, back, uh, back, it's a good long time ago now. This would have been back in 2003 and maybe 2004. Um, not long after my, my mother had passed away in 2002, you know? Okay. And um, one particular, as I said, the other two, I mean, I found them all good, but um, one particular one, or I suppose it was the first one I had gone to, um, she was, wasn't was too far, far from, her, from where I live in Dublin, and um, she's, uh, she's pretty well known as far as I know, but um, I found her very good. Uh, she was very, um, even on the phone, when I made an appointment, mm-hmm. she was saying that, you know, you know, something was coming through. Uh, and she said, like she said things to me, mentioned names. And I know, you know, the way you, you hear names and you say, what does that mean? Like, you know, everyone knows a Tom or a Paddy or a Mary in their family, you know. But there was things that she told me that there was no earthly way, as far as I'm concerned, that, you know, she could know these things, like, unless she was getting it from, you know, from sort of beyond, we'll say, kind of, you know. Aileen, but, um, why do you think yep. that you went to three different mediums? You yeah. obviously were, were feeling after your mum passed away, which is a terrible time, I know. Yeah. You, you were obviously feeling very raw and very vulnerable, were you? Um, yes, yeah. I, I don't, I mean, as I said, the, you know, this this would have been the first one, this lady, and um, uh, it was after that. It was word of mouth, really, I heard of, of, you know, from other people that had gone to these people and had found them very good. But um, I... I 
I don't know. I suppose I just wanted um, some reassurance, maybe, you know, that, that um, you know, my, my dad had passed away a couple of years before that as well, yeah. kind of thing. So kind of just wanted to maybe just reassurance that, you know, that they were okay kind of thing, you know, and like some connection maybe with them, you know. Do you believe, but, um, in, do you yeah. believe in spirits and an afterworld? I do, I do. Definitely, I mean, um, it's hard to, I mean, it's hard to really explain kind of, but like, I just do feel that there is something there. I'd like to believe it. I know people will, you know, say all sorts of things that, you know, oh, you know, it's only this, that and the other, but I mean, like, I, I try to keep an open mind on things, you know, and there's, you know, because of things that may, may have, I've heard and have happened in the past, I, I feel that there has to be, you know, that has to be the explanation for it rather than, you know, something else kind of, you know. But, um, what, what, but, what about psychics, yeah. Aileen? Do you believe uh, that somebody can say, all right, in your future you're going to meet this person? Um, or I believe that that person, if somebody goes missing, like in the case of, of Amanda Berry, that somebody would have the power to know if they're alive or not. Do you think people can actually feel that? Um, I, I'd say there are genuine people that can. I, I, I know that probably there is a lot of, you know, uh, fake you know, people around that will, you know, try and make money out of these things. But I do think that, and oftentimes the people that are genuine probably don't, aren't really heard about or maybe don't put themselves, you know, out kind of thing. You know, they're to, you know, they don't kind of, aren't known, you know. But yeah. I, I do think that uh, that it is possible, like, people do have, like, you know, the, the human, human being. Inability or power. And uh, since, yeah. since you've been, you said you went to three different ones in that space of time. Have you been since? I haven't. No, I would like to go again. I, I've been contemplating it lately and that, but um, the person, that the lady that I went to originally, who, who I thought was very, very good, um, isn't living in Dublin now anymore. So, but, I, I'm, you know, I'm hoping that maybe um, I would like to, you know, Do go and see, All right. see someone again, you know. All right, yeah. thanks for talking to me, Aileen. Good story. Okay, Jonah, th- thank you very much, Jonah. Thanks Good a night. lot. Bye, 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 bye. 53981 at this stage is the text number. Psychics and mediums, are they a comfort or do you think they're just preying on the vulnerable? 53981. Michael, how are you doing? Good evening to you, John. Um, the, there is, are people that are taking it professionally and are just, uh, it's showmanship. Like, if somebody stands up and they're over 50 years of age, well, it's a good chance that one of their parents are dead and you just take you know <laughs> open questions like that statistics you know, or else if a woman has two rings an extra ring on her wedding finger obviously that could have been her mother's ring and there's lots lots of signs that you give out that you don't realise yourself yes yes but yes. there is genuinely people that have uh, uh, psychic abilities and um, some most of them probably are tortured by it because it's uh, something that people don't really believe in yet they, they look for the same answers from people uh, that are psychic. Like my mom now, she was always um, would have dreams and she came down one uh, morning and said to us that she saw a hearse being, uh, going over Harold's Cross Bridge with four black horses and three of the horses fell. And we were wondering, well, yes, because she was always telling us about her dreams and that night the chipper went on fire and three children on, her, on the bridge where the chipper was actually died. Oh, good Lord. No, that was as accurate as you could get Shame and the three horses Mac. went down. And also there was another shop on Harold's Cross Bridge called Mag Carroll's and it was just a little grocery shop and my mum would shop there for, you know, batch loaves and everything else and one day she just said to the woman uh, that, uh, that was there, she said, have you got somebody else in the house that there's somebody sick? And she said, yes, my elder sister is um, uh, bedridden upstairs. How did you know that? 
because she'd never set foot anywhere except up as far as the counter. Right. So she was actually actually uh, spot on for that. Shame. And a third, <laughs> this is a third one. My she dreamt that my grandmother had uh, received some money. And the day later, my grandmother came back down to her house waving an envelope. And because she lived in the north, she was actually due some back pay from her uh, an English pension. And there was the cheque that she spoke about. So <laughs> there's loads of them like that. And uh, they're all consistent. And, and I was there when, you know, when she told me these um, either premoni- uh, premonitions or dreams. And that's a psychic ability, like what the, the guy Absolutely. was talking about. Absolutely, premonitions, yes. Uh, you know, whether it was smell, feel, she was able to, to go to bed and dream these and come back up and they will be so uh, accurate it was just unbelievable. Actually you've just you've, you've reminded me of something and a friend of mine um, and at the time he he didn't know because he hadn't been diagnosed but he was he, he, he had cancer and it turned out to be terminal but he started dreaming mm. of black dogs yeah. And he would get a, a vision like of a black dog at the end of a road or a black dog you know and he just kept dreaming of black dogs and apparently what I have heard is that that uh, black dogs are a sign of of like like death on the way, which which is bizarre. But there you go. I don't yeah, so I don't want anybody to get freaked out now if they dream of a black dog tonight. Yeah, but, but he used to dream yeah. about black dogs all the time. But a very good one as well. It was the during the turn of the century there, uh, psychics and the occult was very very popular, and um, the the best music, uh, magician that was ever there, uh, Houdini. His mother had died, and he was woe woefully looking for her so right. he, he went to all of these psychics yeah. and because of his own knowledge of uh, trickery and, and being a magician all of them that he'd met were actually uh, just um, fooling the public and he even offered a reward if somebody could actually get in contact with his mother and nobody ever got there but this is my last one now John during <laughs> the second world war yeah there was a psychic again, uh, uh, this woman in Glasgow, and the, she was, uh, she, they had a meeting, and in the audience was a British naval officer and his girlfriend, and she was giving out the same as David here, or, you know, all of the usual stuff. And then she came out of nowhere and said that a capital ship has sunk. Now, a capital ship would be a, ba- a main battleship, because at the time, uh, lots of ships would be would be uh, sunk, you know, on the convoys. It wasn't a, a big thing to happen. And the naval officer left, and the next day he went, re- reported back, and said that this psychic had told them, the audience, that a capital ship had sunk. And the HMS Hood was the ship, and the uh, British uh, Navy did not release that uh, information at all because it was such a, uh, a big blow to them. That woman was actually arrested by the, by the, the British uh, um, Navy brought to court and she was charged under the Witchcraft Act that was oh, still good Lord, unbelievable. and she spent the rest of the um, the rest of the Second World War four years in prison because of that. Witchcraft, we should bring it back I tell yeah. you, bring it back. <laughs> Michael, listen, great stories. John, thanks very great much. Great talking Thank to you. you. Bye-bye, Thank bye-bye. You. Uh, just before we go to Anto, Anto, uh, you're very welcome to the show. I just want to read something out here. Yeah. Uh, I'd love to use a, a Ouija board or a Ouija board. Um, this is a text after coming in, but I was told not to do it by a lot of people because I might get a bad soul. I wouldn't touch something like that, would you? Uh, no, I wouldn't. No, it's, it, it, it brings it brings a bad stuff into your house. So it's all been told, you know. Well, that, that's uh, what I've heard. Would, would anybody anybody out there ever ever messed around with a Ouija board five three nine eight one? Tell me about your story, Anto. Uh, basically, what happened was uh, my girlfriend, right? Uh, she went to a, a psychic, and I at the time I was very skeptical. 
and um, basically the psychic told her certain things about um, her own family and my family as well. And mm. um, now it's a long story, but it's got to do with uh, like a, a brother of mine died when, when he was very young. Okay. And uh, my girlfriend knew, basically didn't really know much about it. But anyway, to cut the long story short, we, I kind of, I went, she kept saying to me, oh, you have to go and see her, you have to go and see her. Yeah. So I went to see her. She came up to our house and, and, and very nice girl, like, had a chat with her. And she, she done the usual. She, she said exactly pretty much the same thing that she had said to me, girlfriend. Uh, she said the same to me. Right. Okay. She was saying, like, my brother's come to see me and, you know, he, he looks like you and blah, blah, blah. So, of course, that was grand. Of course, I, I was converted as such. Yes. Um, and I've been to see the girl. Like I, I, I went. We went back to see her a couple of months later because you know yourself. You're kind of you're thinking, listen, you know, let's see what's going on for the future and what have you. You know. So she was telling us other things that as well, like that we were kind of like, Jesus, like you know, like this could happen. So we went back to see her, and she rehashed a lot of the same stuff again. Okay. Okay. Uh, that, that she had said to us at the start. Um, but she concentrated because what she done was she she brought us in for a, as a couple. Okay. And she concentrated on the two of us, and she kept it was pretty much the same thing that she had said to me, and said to me girlfriend like oh your 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 nanny's looking over you like and your brother's here and he's laughing at you and but she was able to tell us things that we had like we it was to do with last Nevin and things like that his, his grave and okay. and we had put things on his grave and and she was saying to us like he says thanks for the flowers or you know something like that you know right, and we were okay. like Jesus like maybe she's right yeah okay yeah so that was grand we heard about this girl being in in and we hadn't seen her for a couple of years mm. we heard she was in a hotel a local hotel so okay. we said listen you go with the chance of getting to see her and you know the way they do the the the, the open thing with the audience and all that so she Absolutely, she basically yes. she yes. was going around and when I was sitting there I had gone in with kind of an open mind because I was saying to myself I'd heard so many stories about different different kind of psychics and all that kind of thing and I was saying to myself I'd go back in here with an open mind again and with, when I went in with the open mind, that's when I started seeing flaws in what she was doing okay. and what she was saying. She more or less said the same thing to, like, different people at different tables. Okay. Now, okay. she got a lot of things right. I have to say, now, she, as I said, I'm not... But it could have been a bit hit and miss. But you, do you believe, it? because I just got to go to Brida, right. um, Anto, do you believe that there are people who actually have a gift? I do. But, I, yeah, I do believe people have gifts, right? But I just think they do exploit vulnerable people because okay. uh, when I seen this when we were at this, this hotel uh, there was a particular table and she she seemed when, when she hit a soft spot she went for it if you know what I mean I got like you she no, I got you when she saw somebody who was who was, who was very open yeah. she, she yeah, went yeah. for it alright no, yeah, it, it was a soft spot it was, it was a girl who'd lost a child and she, she once she clamped that, clamped, like clapped onto that she kept at it and she kept saying, oh, you know, mommy this and mommy, he's saying this and he's saying that. And oh, of course, the child was, or the, the girl was in tears, floods of tears, all family were in floods of tears. But it just felt a bit, it was like she was just, she uh, had something. Squeeze, and she knew what she... Squeezing her, ringing her out, basically. Yes, Absolutely. yes. Now, now, in saying that, as I said, there are people, when, when I went to her first, the stuff she said, I thought to myself, yeah, Jesus, she's, no, but you know, just, she's good. Uh, as time went on, oh, all right, listen, Anto, very good talking to you. Yeah, no Thanks a Thank you very much. Breedy, you get the last word on this. How are you doing? <laughs> Gosh. Hello, Joan. What do you My think? My goodness. Um, Joan, I, I have mixed feelings, right? All right. All, all I know is what I saw. Um, I don't like the, the those mediums. I don't like any of those programs. I, I really think they do prey on the vulnerable. I agree with what that guy before me said. Yes. Um, I saw my dad. After, he, I, after he passed on? 
Yes, I did. He was walking beside me. And only for a moment, but he was as clear as a bell in his normal clothes, smiling at me, and he had sparks coming up from his feet. And that was my dad, right? Could it have <clears> been you wanting to... I don't, I don't know. Clear, clear as a bell, though. I, oh, it was clear as a bell, yeah. But the strange thing, Mammy was about... Mammy was knocked down and killed about twenty, about 28 years now. You yeah, know, Dad yes. is only five years dead. Yeah. And um, Mammy used to always say... There was this old lady on our road, and they used to say to another, if you die before me, if you can come back, tell me if there's a heaven, you know? Absolutely, And they'd be yeah. saying that, this old chat, you know? But anyway, uh, poor man was knocked down and killed anyway, about 28 years ago, and we were devastated. My dad was 80 at the time. And uh, then dad got very sick, and I looked after him with every every ounce of my body I looked after him, you know? But um, I was devastated when he died. But she was about, I'd say, seven years dead, I'd say, and she, I knew there was something behind me. And I turned around and looked, and she was just standing there and looking at me and smiling. That's all, with her green cardigan on. Your mummy, and did, did did it frighten you? Did it freak no. you out, or was it just normal? No, no. I just kind of felt, oh, well, she must be happy, like, you know? And uh, I felt, <laughs> I kind of felt my dad was reassuring me Go on. <laughs> that I'd survived. Like, he just walked along beside me for, I'd say, maybe a few seconds. But it was these sparkles coming from his feet. His feet weren't there, but his top half was there. Do you know what I mean? I do, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I do. So, no, I do, I do. Clear as a bell, John, but I don't... Um, didn't upset me, and I didn't really dwell on it. But you believe some people maybe have a power, but that's the same thing, that psychics and the whole lot, that that's, they're taking... But, but, John, I do believe in spirituality, and I do believe that my dad and mom and my sister, who died when she was very young, she was drowned when she was 12, I do believe they're in my heart. They're, they're, they're part of me, and I do believe they're with me. You know, I really do believe that. You've been listening to a 98FM podcast. Download more at 98FM.com.